Is it legal to make a U-turn here? Aren't you a smart one? That ordinarily I would consider a U-turn a violation. But if you ask me real nice, I might just let it go this time. Please. Oh, you can do better than that. Say, pretty please, will you let this smart nigga make a U-turn here? Pretty please, will you let this smart nigga make a U-turn here? All right. This is one time since you asked so nicely. Welcome to Critical Blues Reviews. I'm your host, Critical, and with me, I have my lovely host. Hey, what's my name? I'm not lovely host. I got a name. Say my name. Say my name. Say my name. Uh, when no one else is around you, you're telling me I love you. Please say my name. Say my name. Say my name. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was introducing you so you could say your name, you know. I was I didn't want to take your voice away say from Say my you. name. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, Miss Nikki Lachey. Thank hey! you for being thank you for being Nikki on the Lachey. show. All right. So, uh yes. You uh, like then you know I had that skin singing skills, did you? No. Uh first I'd like to say uh for those who are making me last by giving listener support to the podcast thank you for doing that and please if you haven't uh go ahead make me last by giving listener support to the podcast and uh pass me around to your people and put me in your car radio no in your car phones yeah car phones man this is 2020 year of corona you're acting like this in 1995 when friday came out car phones car phones you sound like you like one of the little bitty people that you can just carry around and just pass you around like a blunt Pass you around. Pass me around. Okay, yeah. So puff, puff, pass, motherfucker. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. So, um, also, I would like to thank you, Nikki Lachey, for the last podcast because you did the news. I did what? The news. I did the news. Okay. Last podcast. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, you know the the news. You know, I was. It sounded I, a little different. I, I thought I you were heard like, it. But that wasn't me, though. What you mean that wasn't you? It sounded like you. It did, it did not sound like It sounded just like you. It did not sound like It sounded like just me. like... I mean, it's a little off. I thought maybe you were like, you know, you had a cold <laughs> when you did it. And I'm like, wow, how did she get it on the podcast? So I'll take the credit, but um, yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Anything for you. Listen here, woman. Don't you dare take credit for my news. I, I worked hard. Y'all ass didn't want to do the news. I damn sat down, took the time to do the news. No, I didn't really take that much time. I just uh, kind of, you know, surfed through the television and I saw some stuff. I surfed through the internet, saw some stuff, and I just pieced them all together. But anyway, don't be taking no credit for me. I, I, ooh, ooh was the one that doggone did the news. I did the news. Me. Put respect on my name. Ooh, wonderful. All right. So today is going to be a two-parter. Um, you'll probably figure out or find out how, how I have this set up. I don't know if I'm going to split it and do one podcast with the first review and then uh the second uh part to it just have another podcast or just have one and two all together i haven't figured that out yet but you will know 
from what you will see. You'll see if it's split in two or not. But uh, anyway, today we will be reviewing. Lovecraft Country TV series Sundown episode one. Now, which oh, would you like something? One and two, right? Well, right now we're gonna focus on one. We're just gonna focus on one, okay? I'll just make sure we only focus on one. Oh, wonderful. So serious voice on my Get my serious voice on Focus on one. So uh yeah, so the creators of this film, you have Misha Green. Uh, she also helped out in the Underground TV series. She, I believe she wrote for the Underground TV series and also wrote for Sons of, An- Sons of Anarchy and Heroes. And also you have Jordan Peele, who uh, helped out with the Big Mouth TV series. I think he did a voiceover, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, of course, he uh, helped produce The Twilight Zone, or he's the uh, the creator of the this version of The Twilight Zone. And also he has something coming out pretty soon called Wendell and Wild 2021. Um, now, for the uh, for the logline for this film, a black war veteran is in search of his missing father while taking a dangerous path through towns of racism and mysticism. Now, uh, this is the story of a boy in his dream. More than that, it is a story of an American boy in a dream as truly American. That, that sounds so beautiful. It's just like a poem. I know, right? So that started, actually started the uh, movie off uh, when you see uh, Tick, as we later will get into, in the in this, um, I think it was the Korean War, um, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, I think it was. And uh, so, yeah. And uh, also, the characters for this film, you have Atticus Freeman, Played by Jonathan Majors, uh, you might have seen him in *The Bloods*, *The Five Bloods*, and *The Last Black Man in San Francisco*. I actually uh, reviewed that as well. Um, also coming to soon, which is in pre-production, you have *Devotion*, and you have Letitia Lady Lewis uh, being played by Journey Smollett. She was in *The Great Debaters* and *Birds of Prey*. And you have Uncle George Freeman played by Courtney B. Vance. Uh, you might have seen him on Dangerous Minds and Space Cowboy. And you have Rudy Baptiste, played by Wanmi Musaku. She was in Batman vs. Superman and Fantastic Beasts. Now, um, episode one, let's let's get into it. Sundown Town. Now, what was your... What were you thinking? Because you didn't know anything about this. You didn't see any... No, um, no trailers or anything. So, going into it, how did you feel once once you... Like actually, just going into the. I film. thought it was awesome how they kind of, how it came on where, it, it kind of looks like you're watching the war and then weird things starts. Cause you started complaining. I was like, what the hell, <laughs> aliens? And then. No, you were complaining. I don't like war movies. I don't like war. Jackie shows. on there, and then some superhero woman on there. It was kind of weird, but then he wake, then he woke up. So then you know it was a dream. Right. So I thought that was cool how that that happened. How that worked. Yeah. And what was that? What was that? Um, what did that sign say? 
black man travel, black nigga travel. No, it said travel, uh, travel well, nigga. No, it didn't say that. It said about have safe, safe Negro travels. Safe Negro. Say, so, sound nice. That was safe Negro travels. <laughs> that was actually the automobile um, shop's name. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, no, I think that was their slogan. Yeah, that, that was, was their slogan. slogan. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, and also, um, just kind of give you a heads up what's going on, kind of get a you know better picture. Um, we meet Atticus, uh, the lead uh, person for this film. Uh, his, his name is Atticus Tick Friedman, who's coming home from the Vietnam War to find his missing father. Now, Tick is a big fan of H.P. Lovecraft's work. He reads a lot of work. He reads a lot of material, period. But uh, he seems to be, maybe because of the movie, a big fan of H.P. Lovecraft's work. Now, um, he did have a dream that he was in a war fighting aliens and Cthulhu. That's what uh, Nikki was referring to um, during the... Uh, I, I thought it was the Vietnam War, but I read it was the Korean War. I don't know anything about the Korean War. It had to I don't know anything Korean about War. the Korean I, War. I, I, I kind of think the Korean War, when they touch bases on the little Korean lady that was chasing them, well... Oh, oh yeah, that's... yeah that's. So that's why I would think that that would be... It makes sense. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, you know, which... Um, this did start off with, uh, yeah, you had Cthulhu and aliens, and but they were saved by Jackie Robinson. Um, and also, this was there was a red woman that came down from one of the spaceships, which um, we'll probably understand what's going on later. It's one of those things that they drop little hints, and then it will build up later on to have a bigger story, like little following breadcrumbs. And then we meet Uncle George Freeman, his wife, uh, Epolta Freeman, who's being played by Anjanu Ellis, and uh, their daughter, Diana, who's uh, played by Jada Harris. Um, now, Jada Harris, she's very vivid. Uh, she has very vivid imagination, great artist, great artist. And uh, she draws a lot of symbols on the map that shows acknowledgement to the dangers that may happen. Because as I mentioned, or getting ready to mention that, um, uh, Tick and his um, uncle or Uncle George are going to be going on a trip to look for Tick's father which is Uncle George's uh, brother and uh, we later on meet Letty and her sister Ruby Baptiste who's played by Wumni uh, Musaku uh, they don't get along as one would think uh, siblings but you know as we find out later on Letty doesn't get along with many of her family. Uh, did you did you pick well, that up? I, not necessarily. I think that she's like the black sheep of the family, sort of to say, because of the choices that she made and the decisions that she made that the family didn't agree with. It. And it looks like the conflict that they're having right now is the fact that she didn't attend her own mother's funeral. And so I think the father, the her brother, her sister is more like, how you how you gonna do that to mama? That's your mama. You didn't come to the funeral. You had the money. You knew about it. Why didn't you show up? So then, right, because she borrowed money from the. Brother, sister or the brother? That was the brother. He brought money for her. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's like, I gave you the money and you didn't right. steal yeah, them. Yeah, that's true. So that that and I mean, it, that's with any family. You got you got that one family member who just want to do stuff differently and and kind of like makes you feel like they're trying to take advantage of you. And, and it seems like the sister and brother got sick. They getting sick of her ass. Right. Oh, right. yellow ass. I was <laughs> trying to get away with shit. Right. We noticed that when they were uh, up on stage where she said something and one of the bandmates got happy. Like, there go your sister. Like, yeah, I see her. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, and then, you know, like the little back and forth they were having, um, you know, because you could tell by Liddy, you know, like she's not extra for the crowd. She's just extra, period. Mm-hmm. Like everything that she's doing, she has to put more emphasis on it. And that's just who she is. I don't think she's fronting or 
or clout chasing or anything. I think that's just who her, who she is. But it takes the shine from everyone else. Well, mainly her sister. You know what I mean? Because, um, yeah, so. I think they just felt like she's just leashed. Like, what you want now? Cause I know you want something. So that's why. That's the only reason why you came. Mm. You didn't come to say hi. You didn't come to see how anybody doing. You came because you need something. You need something. So gotcha. what, what do you want? Right. And the same for the brother. He kind of had the same. That's the mentality that they're taking towards her. That she's like a user. And mm. she's not responsible. And she doesn't take things seriously. And so that's the relationship there that they're in, which right. makes sense. And so, you know, with knowing, you know, that part of Letty, uh, but she actually goes on the adventure with Tick and Uncle George to locate Tick's father. Now And she was actually she was she was needed. She was they they needed her. She oh yeah, helped. yeah, yeah. Like, she helped like later she was on, a yeah. hero in some scenes. So she kinda proved her work. What wasn't she working with the 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 uncle? I forgot what what the connection was it was a reason no he was going to another location and i think her him and um uh liddy was going to that location and it was I like think, yeah liddy was more so looking for what's she looking for a job or because her sister wouldn't let her stay with her so she can find a, a job but she was doing something on her own she wasn't necessarily there to support them she had her own agenda her own agenda she did oh, okay yeah. i thought i thought they were like kind of working but anyway okay and so um but their destiny their destination leads them in devon county where uh, Diana, the younger sister, or the cousin, I'll be the cousin to uh, Tick. So, um, or maybe not the cousin to Tick. But anyway, that's later on. That's, you know. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, but that would be the cousin to Tick, Diana, uh, who actually uh, drew a picture of uh, the Grim Reaper with a clock. And I remember you mentioned the clock that was on the map that was drawn. Yeah, that, that, it seems like wherever the little girl drew a symbol, it was in in relation to something that occurred during their trip. Right, right. Um, and I think the clock meaning in that this was a sundown, sundown state. Or no, county, it was town. County. Yeah, sundown town. It was a sundown town, so that's what the and Grim Reaper meaning. You know, you're gonna die if you were out at the wrong time. Yeah, because he was holding up a clock, so it's yeah. like the Grim Reaper's coming if you wait. You know. Yeah, you're too late. You they gonna get you. Right. And that's pretty much was what was happening when they got down there. Um, they let the sunset hit them, and then they were attacked. Right. So, uh, also, you had uh, Byford, who was, uh, uh, I guess, Byford, excuse me, um, was an area that was founded by the witch hunters that they discussed. And um, I believe that's where the police apprehended the group. And the final destination was Artem, where the father uh, may be located. Now, um, the likes for the first episode of um hopefully everything is not matched because we we had to mash part one and two together um we were supposed to come out with part one earlier but we didn't know if we were going to do it or not because it's a tv series and it's not like we can watch it in one lump sum right so it's like my our first time doing it breaking down one at a time so we're gonna have to be consistent you know that's on me but um but yeah so yeah so your likes for this Um, first episode i do like like I mentioned before, I like how it kind of comes on and, and it kind of pulls you into it, into it when you're watching the beginning when he's in the war, then it turns to aliens and then Jackie Robinson. So that that weird opening, I like that. Okay. I like how that came on. 
Um, I like the, the, the sassiness of the different personalities in, in the situation where the little light-skinned girl, she has the little sass. Who, Letty? Letty. And then, <laughs> the her, and then her sister. Like you said, like you're an old woman. The little light-skinned girl. You know, the big head light-skinned girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you say about Letty, though. Yeah. Her and her sister, they have, they, they kind of, they both are sassy, but in a different different manner. Um, so I like how they show because you, you you have people like that. I, I just think they got flavor. I won't say they sassy. Uh, they, they flavorful. They definitely got flavor. You know what I'm saying? Like okay, so you say flavor, I say sass. So it's the same <laughs> same shit. It's the same goddamn thing. But we all have siblings, people who have siblings, mm-hmm. and they have a, those certain type of siblings and those certain type of attitudes yeah. in in yeah. their. Um, in their family dynamics. Right. I like that that part of it. Um, um, I like. I guess I like the relationship that the uncle had has with his wife. They have that loving relationship. I like. Right. I like to see that that relationship as well. And I like the fact that they're that the movie kind of hits on the fact that Tick used to be a nerd with big glasses and skinny. Right, right, right. <laughs> so that was a lot that I liked about it. Yeah. I think I, I think this would be a series that I continue to watch. Oh, word. Okay, that's dope. And um, I remember uh, it was one of the quotes that um, the grandfather, uh, the grand, the uncle, excuse me, the uncle said he was saying to his wife when they were laying in the bed when she was like, I think it was a Sunday. And he was like, um, I think he was about to, he was about to make love to it, and you know she was like, wait, you know, something about God. And then he was like, let let him let's give him a show. Then you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and at first you would think, man, you know, that's blasphemous, but you know you're like, no, they're married. Right. You go give him a show. You can you can do what you want. You now you'd be shamed if you're not married. You bringing God into it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I, that yeah I, I did uh, dig that. Um, now the likes. That I have, um, I like how they use literature as Easter eggs, like uh, a Princess of Mars book that that uh, Tick was reading at the beginning of the movie. Um, also, uh, like the Denmark VC's bar, um, actually, uh, you know that was that was interesting because that's where uh, Tick needed to go to get more information about the father, and that's how he found out about the uh, was it the silver? I forgot what the, what vehicle that was. That um, nice vehicle. Yeah, uh, wasn't was it a Ford? Like, a, like I think it was a Ford. Um, that he said, I believe so. But anyway, um, that picked up the father from the bar, or whatever. And uh, a lot of people didn't know that. Uh, just well, just if you didn't know, or didn't know a little story about uh, Denmark VC was uh, a black leader in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, he worked as a carpenter, and in June 1822, he was accused and convicted of being the leader of the rising and potential, potentially major slave revolt, which a schedule, which was scheduled to take place in the city on July 14th, and he was executed on July 2nd. And uh, also, I did like the showing of the black police officers, like conducting the neighborhood during the block party, because mm. you know that's where everybody say you need more black police officers patrolling black neighborhoods you know and uh the ones that you know actually are police officers and not race soldiers because you got some people i remember i never forget this it was uh officer like like i shout out to my my one of my homeboys he's a police officer and but it was another police officer 
you know, he helped me out before, you know what I'm saying? But uh, but I remember one time he was bragging how he clotheslined some girl. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was like he, you know, like talking about, I guess the, she she kicked away or pushed away from him and stuff, and he grabbed her arm and pulled her and like kind of clotheslined her and knocked her out or something. He was bragging on that. And I was just like, what the hell? You know what I'm saying? Like, like who? And talking about it openly and free, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I was just like, that is so crazy. But um, yeah. Um, also, uh, uh, I did, um, like the, the fire hydrant water board you were talking about. Like, <laughs> like that should have been one of your likes, actually. I didn't know they did that. Like I've only, that's, that's just normal to me. Every summer we bust open that fire hydrant and you have to put that doggone tire around the front, that board in the front so that the water can you shoot high. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's every summer. That's every summer. Oh, okay. yeah, see, the only time I've seen that was in New York. I've never, I mean, if they did it in Savannah, you know, cool. Um, I definitely didn't stay long enough to see it in Atlanta. Like, I never came up here at a younger, you know, as a, as a child to really see that if they do that in Atlanta. But um, but I definitely saw that in New York. But they always use, like, a cup or use their hands. Like, nobody, had, like, like little boy. It's my first time seeing a board being in the. That's how you fire got it. Yeah, you got that. So everybody can enjoy. You got to put that board to make it go up high. <laughs> That's pretty smart because I always see people either you have to get a cup, like you have to get a spotter, basically, that uh you know spot the water. Who the hell gonna do that? <laughs> that uh, water pressure must was terrible in New York. <laughs> 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 they put the cup up there. Yeah, they water like pressure is terrible. <laughs> It put a hole in the cup and just put it, in, you know, and I guess funnel it. <laughs> but uh, also, um, uh, the fire hydrant house, the uh, white supremacist, the white supremacist uh, firehouse. Um, I felt like that was good, and it relates to today because you know there are a lot of there's lots and plenty of information where uh, you have these uh, firemen wearing these rape, white supremacist tattoos. You know what I mean? And so then it was one case of where one fireman may have been a white supremacist where a black woman was in the uh, in a burning house. And so what ended up happening was the guy tried to put on his suit. And the woman is up there screaming and it's like he's trying to put on his suit and a black dude just ran past him and jumped up there and grabbed, got the woman down and got out the house while the dude is trying to, you know, put on his suit. You know what I mean? So... I, you know, that was, I felt like that was weird. If your main thing is to save lives, you know what I'm saying? I understand that. you already have it on and you're ready to do that. Yeah, yeah, that. And then also, too, it's like, it's not like you have to go in just yet. You know, like we're talking about saving somebody from the outside. And I know you got to protect yourself, but, you know, it's not like, uh, uh, you know, we have to put on a mask, you know, like a contagion type thing. You know, that's different. You can't just rush in there and that, but... You know, you can at least get her down, catch her, whatever the case, you know, help the black dude get her down. But, you know, a lot of people feel like since she was a black woman, that's why it was, a, he had to, you know, slowly put on the suit. But I like how they showed that because um, during the situation with uh, Liddy and Liddy um, and the uncle, Liddy, Liddy the uncle and um, uh, Tick, like they got, you know, uh, chased, chased out of town when they were in a restaurant. And uh, one of the, uh, think one of the people that were chasing her was the, like the fire truck. So right. the, it was the, um, you know, like the white supremacist group. No, it was it was, a, it was the ship, right? No, that was later on. Oh. Well, we were talking about like when they got run out of the restaurant and they were shooting at them and oh, it was like yeah. a fire truck, but it got stuck in the alley or whatever. 
and also uh, you know information about Lydia, Miss Lydia, the uh, restaurant that I was referring to, and and how the uh, they were, they uh, compared it to the White House um, in 1812, or how it burnt down. That's how they found out that that restaurant, a new restaurant, painted over it white walls, mm-hmm. and they had to paint the White House white. And the reason why the White House is white because of the, the fire, fire, you know yeah. what I mean. So, um, and I, I thought that was cool. Um, also, like, I like how they make Atticus smart, you know, and he was smart enough to make a U-turn because I would have messed up. You know, it would have been like, you need to, I would have been like, I can go back that way. And he was like, yeah. And then I would have turned around like an idiot, made a U-turn in the street, and I would have got yep. a ticket, and yeah, I, we would have got killed. Me. Yeah, I would have. Yeah. Yeah, we would have had to fight for our, you know, if I if I'd have made that mistake, I'd have known that I fucked up and we probably gonna have to fight for our lives at that point. And I think that's what <laughs> it is. They try to they throw stuff at you when they know how how you need to resolve it and then they'll add another obstacle in your way so you can't do it. Right. Basically. Right. And that and that happened during the stop. Um they were just out. I think Tick got a little frustrated because they're looking for the road and uh uh Lydia went out there to um uh, to cheer him up, you know what I mean, and that's when this police officer came up there, a race soldier, excuse me, he came up there and then uh, you know started harassing them. But um, also as well, I, I also like the, I thought the vampire monsters was pretty interesting, kind of cool, um, unexpected. Um, right. You know, uh, I did like Cthulhu, how he looked at the beginning. Uh, but what my, one of my, I, I would say what I really liked about this was the story. I, of course, the gore. Uh, but the most importantly, the characters. Uh, I love the characters. Uh, this film, you know, it's it would I call it a film. Uh, the show is actually uh, suspenseful for me. I really enjoyed it. Um, I also enjoyed James Baldwin's speech because I wasn't sure at first. I was like it sounded like James Baldwin. You're like, yeah, yeah, I think that is him. Um, I believe that's when he, they were getting ice cream and it was showing the uh, the racial comparison between like the whites only, blacks only when he went to the ice cream parlor and all you know and all the white people getting served and the server is like laughing with them and then you got the black family they that's waiting wait. they gotta just, wait they have to wait till everybody else is done before they can get yeah the, just even place the order right you just you know laughing and stuff you know what i mean like they're not even doing anything so yeah so i, I did i did um you know that that really stuck out um the dislike what's your dislikes I'm not gonna think I, I dislike that it's a series and not to wait a week to see the next episode. I really dislike that. <laughs> um, but I have no dislikes. I really liked it. Um, and it made me want to watch the, um, the second episode as well as continue to watch it for the remainder of the season. Mm-hmm. But this is a show that I'll, I can actually get into. I like it. Okay. Uh, I wasn't feeling up. I wasn't feeling the up to date music being played during that time you know what I mean oh, you wanted the music to, to... To, to match I mean I get it you know what I'm saying but it didn't really stick out enough for me to be like oh well yeah you know I see why they played this song like it wasn't like that it was just kind of like alright you know um, but I, I still would rather it, you know we had a certain time period you know what I mean the music so, is for you the music is not for the movie, the movie but it gives you that setting you know what I'm saying it makes you but no I, I would say this it's partial because they did play a lot of music from that era and so it does put you in that setting but sometimes you know it's just you know like hip-hop definitely wasn't around like you had a different version it wouldn't even call it hip-hop like we call it skedaddling it was poet poems no that was no dog on they call it scatting Anyway, y'all look that up. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not having a seizure. You know, y'all look that up. 
Um, but yeah, and I, I kind of felt weird about the uh, the uh, Jackie Robinson because <laughs> it was like, I, you know, when you learn information or history about certain things, it's just because he represented so much to the black community, but his his self. He cared less. His whole his personality himself. The eating, right? Care. Yeah, he was kind of a selfish person. Yeah, like yeah. So you know, um, but yeah, like yeah, like a lot of people looked up to him because he was the first uh, black, you know, baseball player, and then he he did great. But you know, um, he won for the black empowerment. Yeah. 
about Jackie Robinson kind of woo anyway um yeah comparisons let's keep the train rolling comparisons <laughs> um comparisons um it was well, since it's like the like of a, a older movie it kind of puts me in life shit life is the movie life with Martin Lawrence oh, <laughs> oh yeah. well yeah like yeah 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 I can I can see that energy, a piece yeah. of that energy. Because yeah. a lot of people like that life and think it's a comedy. To me, man, that shit is sad. Like, I, I don't, like, that's why I didn't want to see life. I should have wanted to see it, life just because of Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. I wasn't a big Martin Lawrence fan. I mean, he was kind of funny. He was funny. But, I, you know, he just wasn't my favorite um, uh, comedians because everybody else was on him. But, I should have, still regardless, I should have wanted to see uh, Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence together, but um, I didn't. Um, but I but I would have to say with life, I totally get it, because when I finally did see it, it was a good movie, but I didn't feel it was a comedy. You like the actual message that it... Yeah, and it was like, yo, and like the happy the happy ending was... Their life sentence for something that they didn't actually do. Yeah, like, and, it, and then like they, you know, then they end up... Um, you know, to a baseball game. That's their happy ending. You know, they broke no money, but they got out and they had a baseball game and they probably going to die the next day. That's you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but no, I feel that though. I, and I definitely then feel also, um, Indiana Jones too. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. 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 The adventure that they're going on when they're trying to look for or save his father, you know, to find out what happened and, and at, at the same time find out about his mom heritage which was the daddy was looking for as well. So. Right. Okay. And, um, what was that it? Yeah. Okay. My comparisons, I have Dust Till Dawn, Mississippi Burning, and Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo too? <laughs> explain the Scooby-Doo part. Uh, going on the mystery. It's like a new, it's like, all right, it's like a more complex, if they were to turn Scooby-Doo into you know, made them black, of course, and then turned them into real characters and real situations happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, the uncle was like Thelma, the smart one. Um, I would have to say uh, Daphne, it would be T, uh, Latia. Um, Latia? Not Latia, what's her name? <laughs> Letty. I think I was calling her the wrong day. Hey, I, I meant to say Letty. I think I think that's Little Titty. <laughs> little Titty, she got a little titty. Letty. Letty. <laughs> I, yeah, I think I said her name wrong earlier. My bad. I meant Letty. If if y'all hear me say the name wrong, Letty. So anyway, um, but yeah, then um if yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know who I, I guess Tick can be um what's the guy with the scarf around his neck? <laughs> but, <laughs> but in the military though you know but uh but yeah anyway now nah, that you know just a small i'm not gonna say it's big time scooby-doo or anything like that but i'll say just a, a little flavor mystery sit around there watching doggone scooby-doo-doo <laughs> but uh but yeah I, I definitely would say that um yeah so 
what did you give this film? Oh my god, it was really, really good. Um, so I'll have to give it nothing less than a nine. Okay, okay. I, I can't give it a ten because it's a series. Right, right. Well, this episode, this episode. Yeah. Well, you're not gonna see, you know, give it ten because it's a series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lose points for being a series. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Got you. Okay. Nine what? I'll give it nine bleeding monsters. <laughs> bleeding monsters. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Nine bleeding monsters. Or aliens. What is it? Is it aliens? Nine bleeding aliens. Nine bleeding aliens? Okay. Monster right. aliens. So let's see, let's see. What am I going to give this film? I'm going to give this film a uh, nine and a half bit off arms with a flashlight holding. I thought about that, but I was like, knowing, knowing Critic Cow, that's probably what he's going to choose. So I'm going to just leave it for him. Okay. And I did. You're welcome. Yeah, whatever. You're welcome. You, you just said nothing. You're welcome. Yeah, you had nothing. Bleeding monsters. All right, so that was it for part, uh, episode one. Episode one, Sundown. And uh, for those who don't know, like, Sundown towns are basically towns where uh, the If you're time... African-American, you better not get let the sun sunset catch. Basically, yeah. Because um, they feel like they, they have an uh, obligation to hang you, you know? Mm-hmm. Kind of what they're doing now, but this not sun. They actually do have a sundown town, isn't it, Georgia? I think they have a sundown town in Georgia. Yeah, they do. I forgot where though. It's where the where the runner was attacked. It was that was South Carolina? I thought. Was that Georgia? Or that was right outside of Georgia. I, I don't know. Why I thought that was Hilton Head. Anyway, uh, we'll have better facts next time. So, all right, that is part one for H. Well, Lovecraft Country. It's called Whitey on the Moon. <laughs> and uh, it was inspired, it was inspired by some whiteys on the moon. <laughs> so I want to give credit where credit is due. <laughs> all right. I said... A rat done bit my sister Nell with Whitey on the moon. Her face and arms began to swell, and Whitey's on the moon. I can't pay no doctor bills, but Whitey's on the moon. Ten years from now, I'll be paying still while Whitey's on the moon. You know, the man just off my rent last night, because Whitey's on the moon. No hot water, no toilets, no lights, but Whitey's on the moon. I wonder why he's up in me. Because Whitey's on the moon. Well, I was already giving him 50 a week, and now Whitey's on the moon. Taxes taking my whole damn check. The junkies make me a nervous wreck. The price of food is going up. And as if all that crap wasn't enough, a rat done bit my sister Nell with Whitey on the moon. Her face and arms began to swell, and Whitey's on the moon. 
with all that money I made last year for Whitey on the Moon, how come I ain't got no money here? Mm, Whitey's on the Moon. You know, I just about had my bill of Whitey on the Moon. I think I'll send these doctor bills, air mail special. Okay, we are back. Welcome back to Critical Blues Reviews. I am still your host, Critical, and with me, I have... And you still not gonna say my name. Nikki Lachey, everyone. Hi, Nikki Lachey. The beautiful, entertaining Nikki Lachey. So, we're gonna get back on Trask, Task, Trask. I'm been watching too much uh, X Men or something. General Trask. Anyway, uh, we're gonna get back on Task, and um, now this is part two for Lovecraft Country, and this is called Whitey's on the Moon. Whitey's on the Moon. Episode two. Now, uh, when recovering from a horrific night, Uncle George and Letty are enjoying the good life as guests. Now, while Tick is paranoid from the mysterious events that's going on around him. Now, the uh, characters for this episode, uh, you have Montrose Freeman, played by Michael Kenneth Williams. You might have seen him on The Wire, 12 Years a Slave, and When They See Us. And you have Christina Bathwaite, uh, played by Abby Lee. You okay over there? <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> Abby Lee. And uh, <laughs> let's, let's get your attention. So... So, Abby Lee was on Neon, De- uh, Neon Demon. Remember seeing Neon Demon? No. The movie where they, these models were uh, modeling, and then one model would eat, like, flesh or something like that, and at the end of the movie, she ate her heart. It was something weird. She ate something. and then the, I don't like, think I saw that. And the uh, model took, the, I think, took out the other girl's heart and ate it and became the model, top model, or something weird. Oh, I think I did see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She was saying the next hot thing once she ate her. Right. I can't believe I watched that corny stuff. You ever watched some corny shit? That was called Neon Demon, <laughs> which has Abby Lee in it. And then you have uh, Mad Max Fury Road, which she was in as well. You have uh, Samuel Blathwhite, uh, Brathwhite, excuse me, played by Tony Godwin, Goldwyn. And uh, you might have seen him on Ghost uh, and also Scandal. And then you have Jiha, played by Jamie Chung. She was in The Gifted and Dragon Ball Evolution. You have William, played by Jordan Patrick Smith. He was in The Ruins and Vikings. Now, the story for this film, you have Uncle George and Letty are dancing to moving on up. Now, Uncle George has all of his favorite books to read, and Letty has her full has a full wardrobe of stylish and expensive clothes that all that fit happen her, to be her size that fit her perfectly. So, uh, Tick, on the other hand, is very suspicious of the residents living in that manner. Like he actually sits back and just you know watches uh, you know everything just or just reminiscing everything that's taking place. And then you have William tells the group that uh, Tick's father went to Boston, which raises suspicion. Now, Uncle George and Lady get an amnesia of the dreadful night before, while Tick tries to convince them both of what happened. 
Uh, we find out that Tick's father was stored in a, or possibly stored in a stone dungeon that hinted the, that hinted the group earlier, and uh, the group uh, tries to leave with Montrose uh, Freeman after finding out that yes, Montrose the father was actually inside of the stone dungeon, um, but they're magically stopped. Oh yeah, this uh, this episode has wizards, so. Yeah. So anyway, so Tick is needed uh, for San- Carmen San Diego. That's who it had. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you must be talking about the girl Christina uh, Brathwaite. Yeah, she looked like Carmen San Diego. <laughs> so also, uh, you see Tick. Um, so you have Tick. Uh, he's needed for Samuel Brathwaite uh, to enter the portal of the Garden of Eden, and uh, an image of a relative gets him out of the mansion alive. So, what, what did you what did you feel? This 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 episode was really really interesting because it kind of confirms the fact that his blood, the mysterious part of his Ooh. mysterialistic, the mysterialistic, <laughs> <laughs> the mystery behind his um, ancestry on his mother's side. So it kind of makes you kind of maybe the, maybe the father did know something maybe the father did discover something and maybe the father is really in danger it kind of confirms everything that he thought um and which brought him on this journey in the first place is you know to, to help his dad right so um yeah so, so you want to you want to you want to learn more you want to know about these monsters like well, how come everybody acting all normal like that's like they just they're real puppies they house dogs they weren't just monsters that they saw the night before alright you said puppies you know like everybody's they acting normal like like those were just puppies oh yeah I don't even remember the night actually right yeah you know, anything that happened um yeah so uh, yeah I, I did find this one interesting I actually uh listened to people that actually, that actually got the five episodes early um, they got screeners and they watched everything. They're like on the fifth episode and they're like, man, it's going to drop. And by the fifth episode, man, it's, it's going to pick back up again. So I'm really like, I really like the second episode because I heard people, you know, kind of not really feeling this episode. I, I was engaged. I put this up there. Actually, I was more well, intrigued. We, we were intrigued and engaged because we didn't see the fifth episode. That's what it is. Probably, we, we've been deprived. But, 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 but a lot of people were talking down on this episode. Right, though. because they're, we're comparing it to nothing. We're comparing and, it to the first they, episode. And they're comparing it to... No, they said it dropped off after the first episode. Right, so they're saying that the two episodes wasn't good, basically. Right, compared to one, though. Maybe five episodes... <laughs> The fifth episode was so, so much better than the first and second. We just don't know what we're missing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, uh... It's like five minutes and five seconds that just disappeared. We don't know what we're missing. You crazy. Anyway, but yeah, I did feel that... um, I, I, I really don't uh, have my place anymore. Um, but <laughs> what were we talking about? We were talking about the fact that everybody's saying that it's going to drop. After oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
So, um, yeah, but I, it didn't drop for me at all. I know a lot of people felt it was weird because it had wizards. Um, yeah, it kind of reminds me of Harry Potter. Oh, this episode go. was the Harry Potter so episode. That's, that's your, that's your uh, my comparison. Comparisons, Harry yeah. Potter. Okay, all right. So, um, I I really, I, I I did have a comparison for this film, but I cannot think of it right now. I thought, yeah, I really can't think of a comparison. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. What about the what was that movie that they stuck ago? Depressions. Um, Depressions. Oh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Surprise, Lord of the Rings. I would say the, the Princess Bride. I can see uh, flavor. That, you mean Super Mario Brothers? No, that was a movie. Princess, the Princess Bride. Listen, no, I don't think they made a cartoon from it. Um, that's the Princess Bride. That ain't that. The, Freaking Super Mario Brothers, Luigi. No, you're talking about Princess Toadstool. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> well, yeah, but. Wait, Lord of the Rings? Princess Bride? Wait, nobody's not gonna say Supernatural? I mean, come on, this is like the Black Supernatural. Really? Nobody's not gonna say Supernatural? Anyway, um, uh, but it was something else that I had in mind, but. I really, I really did dig this one. Um, I really cared about the characters. I liked the. Karma uh, Sandiego finally spoke. She said something, and you know we kind of see what side that she's on, who she represents, and she's more for herself. It seems. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was something in my head. I, I said I wasn't gonna go there. What it reminded me of, but uh, now I believe that out. But um, what? Is some perverted stuff? No, not perverted. It, 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 it was something I wasn't gonna put like political. I felt like it was some political stuff. Oh, but she's the white woman. No, nah, between her and her father, I was I, I was well. So she, we gonna go there. I was uh thinking like the father was more like a Republican and she was like a Democrat. <laughs> like we both ain't gonna help your ass out. <laughs> like I might you know reduce the spell. I reduce the spell, but you gonna stay here and, and do what we want you to do. While other dude is like you know all right. You know, but I, I think he was like, uh, what, what, uh, I'll, I'll keep her. Anyway, I'm, I'm kind of skipping around because this, this one, this last episode, we just, we just saw the uh, last we episode. We just saw it. Yeah. Just saw it. So, um, yeah, I want to say just. Oh, okay. So we're kind of rambling. We're rambling rabbit on this one right here. So, um, but yeah, I, I did uh, enjoy this whole film. The action, Tick, how how serious he is. Like Tick doesn't. That's one thing I like about Tick. He doesn't anything that's natural. He doesn't have any fear of because he's been in a war. You know what I mean? He'll get up in your face, something not right. He'll tell you, "Yo, let's go." You know what I mean? Like, and that's why one thing I like about it. Like when it's weird and you're dealing his, with black his people, his reactions are real. Yeah, and you can relate to it. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, and, and definitely the uh, the uncle. Um, I thought the uncle was really dope. I really enjoyed the actor. But you predicted you predicted that he was going to die first. Yeah, I did it when we watched the first episode, and um, it, when he had that phone conversation with his, his wife, wife, and I was like, you know what? I think he's going to die. You know what I mean? But then I started liking him. Like I really, I really started liking him. And then you know, like kind of to cut to the end. Well, I like the fact the mysterious part of it when they were talking about when him he was talking to his brother like that could be my son like man we we settled this you gotta shut the fuck up remember we settled this don't say that no more 
Right. So apparently right. they both had a relationship with his mother. Right, because uh, he looked at the picture. It was a picture of a woman, because me and Nikki spoke about this. And I, I was, was saying, like, that got to be his sister. Yeah, and I was saying. No, uh, that's his brother's wife. And I'm thinking, why would he have a picture of his brother's wife in his wallet? They got to be his sister. And now it makes sense. Yeah, no, but you thought it was the wife. You thought yeah, it was a picture thought, of the wife. I thought that that was. That was a picture of his sister, which was the boy's mother. Oh, okay. I got you. I yeah. got you. I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's who I thought it was. Right, right, right. I thought that he was related to the sister, not that he was related to the father. Father, right, and right. Because that would, that would make sense that he'll have a picture of his sister mm-hmm. in his wallet. But to have a picture of your brother's wife, that's suspect. Right, right. So, um... That's like that Sam Cooke relationship going on over there. Oh, that's, that's what happened with Sam Cooke. <laughs> Oh, you just, you just, you just say it. No, say it this you day. don't know the relationship between Sam Cooke and his um, what was the other guy's his idol, and he then um, married his wife after he passed away, wore his suit to the man funeral, and then the only reason why they got a divorce is because he um, he had sex with his daughter, which was his stepdaughter. And his best friend's daughter, and his wife's daughter, he had sex with her. That's the only reason why they... Wait, so Sam Cooke was married to a woman, and he had sex with the stepdaughter? Sam Cooke, who was the idol, though? Sam Cooke and... The idol? I mean, the person who... Well, let's get back to the story. Why are you looking up Sam Cooke? So... I'm, su- I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you don't know this Sam Cooke story. No, nah, nah, I didn't know about this. The Lomax. What's his name? Willie Lomax? Womack? Uh, Womack, yeah. What's his what's his first? Is Willie Mo? Womack? I I now nah, I really don't know if that's his name. Womack, something Womack. Um, but yeah. So anyway, uh, I, I did. Uh, and also, don't forget about the woman, the caretaker of the dogs, uh, where she was basically because you know it was that poem that H. P. Lovecraft made uh, called "The Beast" and uh, uh, so, something about the nigger and the beast. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying about the beast being the nigger or something like that. And um, and so she was using that as um, uh, I won't say a symbolism. That's not what I'm trying to. That's not, not what I'm trying to say. Now I can't get the word in my head. Um, but she was actually a uh, metaphor. She was using that as a metaphor for uh, that poem, and she was referring to black people being beasts and always sticking your nose. First, first it was a metaphor about the black bear, and then she went from the black bear and it went into the beast thing. You know uh-huh. what I mean? And and, and basically uh, transferring that to or relating that to black people. So, uh, but yeah, I, I did I did peek that. Um, a lot of messaging that was in this one. I did catch a lot of messaging. But um, but yeah. So, what would you give this episode? I'm gonna give it a nine again. Nine again. A nine again. Okay, I am going. Oh, oh wait, wait a minute. I'm gonna give it nine dust statues. Dust statue, okay. Nine, look at you. Nine. All right. I'm going to give this nine snake penises. You know you wanted that one too. And you messed up and you couldn't get it. Snake penises. Yeah, pause. Pause, 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 pause. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so I give this nine snake penises. So, um, pause. So, uh, yeah, that'll be it. And that, that, you know, that that's what we saw so far. So this is going to be one and two. And uh, Whitey on the Moon, uh, Whitey on the Moon by Jill Scott Herring. Um, that's that voice of the poem that you heard during the um, 
during the little spell that's being cast. I forgot what the, the terminology when a seance during the seance and uh, who you heard in the background was um, Jill Scott Herring, uh, Whitey on the Moon, which he basically is a poem saying how you got, you know, I guess in his time, you got white people on the moon, but then, you know, his sister and his family is going through all of this hell. Um, his sister got bit by a rat. You know, the system is not, you know, or, or even just the housing, you know, like exterminators, no exterminators, cause something like that you're just supposed to have, you know what I mean? Like you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be living in a place that has rats. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just not, not cool, especially if it's a, uh, you're over a resident. You know what I mean? So you got to make sure all of that is taken care of. But for some reason, his sister got bit by a rat and things were happening in that household. And But yet, when he turns on the TV or listens to the radio, you got to hear about Whitey on the moon. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, all this money to bring, send his man to the moon and you you don't even have a decent place to live. Right. So, yeah. So I, I really enjoyed this one. I don't see where this really dropped off. I guess you could say it dropped off if I gave the last one a nine and a half and I gave this one a nine. But I definitely think this still was a really good episode. I was worried, but I was like, man, shoot, I, if everything is up to this far, I'm I'm good then. I'm gonna enjoy this up this series. <laughs> I don't know how I feel though. I do I do a dislike is the uncle dying or even though I might have predicted it before watching the first episode, but um I Definitely didn't want the uncle to die. You know, it, it was actually kind of sad watching it. You said you had to turn your head away. Oh, when he was making that the ugly crying face. Because you, because you about to cry too. I wasn't about to cry. Yeah, he was. He was making that ugly crying face. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's it. And uh, I am Critical. Uh, and would you like to give? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Nikki L B, the number one. All right, and you hit me up on Critical Blue Reviews, Critical with the K on Instagram, and Critical Blue Reviews, Critical with the K on uh, Twitter, and Critical Blue, uh, Critical with a K on uh, Facebook. Okay, so that will be it. And uh, anything that you would like to say? So you, you're you're in for the long haul. I'm in for the long haul. I might even have to subscribe to what is it, HBO? HBO Go, I believe. I'm going to subscribe to the HBO channel so I can watch it. Okay. All right, y'all. That will be it. And you all enjoy yourselves. All right. Stay safe. One.